Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to True Romance. You are going to be hearing that twice today. That is because today is a re-release and I did not know what that meant when I first heard it. I got to say I'm new to the biz in some ways. And that means we are releasing an old episode because we were up to the old shenanigans this week and we weren't able to record, unfortunately. So we love you. Please DM us um, for any topics that you want us to bring up on our podcast or address any themes that you feel like we haven't explored. And our Instagram is at TrueRomancePod. Or you can write us mail to our P.O. box. It's 287 in Grand Central Station, New York, New York. Just kidding. I don't even know. I don't know why those still exist. But we love you. Thank you for listening to True Romance. We hope that you forget all the details of the episode we're about to listen to so you can enjoy it again. And thank you for tuning in. All I ever wanted was a little love. I want true romance. It's true. Hello, True Romance listeners. This is Devin Leary. And this is Carolina Barlow. Today on the pod, we have a very exciting gift for you. We happen to be joined by one of Variety's 10 comics to watch for 2022. So, yeah, not only watch, (laughs) but listen. How about that? 10 comics to listen. Yeah. Why do you have to just watch me? What about listen for once in your GD life? (laughs) Um, She is a comedian you may recognize from HBO's the Garcias and Entre Nos. I'm probably not pronouncing yeah. that right, but like I also um, didn't go to college, but that, so that's okay. Um, <laughs> she's also in Comedy Central Stand Up Presents. This Joka on the Roku channel. Love the Roku channel. Love the purple aesthetic. She was also on A Little Late with Lily Singh. Maybe you saw her somewhere around this little globe performing live opening for Chelsea Handler on the 2022 Vaccinated and Horny Tour. 
Um, she also has a comedy album, My Birthday's Tomorrow, which is one of the best names um, I've ever heard. And she has a podcast <laughs> called I'm Not Busy. Please welcome Vanessa Gonzalez. Hey. hey. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. We, oh my gosh. I haven't done an intro in a while, so I was really, I was bumping up a I little bit. I thought you did a good job. Okay, thanks. That was amazing. Yeah, great, great, I feel great. so pumped. Great. <laughs> You don't sound pumped. No, I actually, <laughs> Vanessa, I found your comedy on Chelsea Handler's um, Dear Chelsea podcast. I listened oh. to your episode and then I started listening to your podcast. And I have to say, you have one of my favorite voices and like yeah. cadences of all time. <laughs> like true. I just love listening to you talk about anything. It's melodic. Like I, I truly, it brings my blood pressure down. It's uh, yeah, I've been told um, I've been called sleepy um, <laughs> and <laughs> and I That's feel my like Ryan my, bio. <laughs> yeah, my my younger brother, his name's Homer. Hi, Homer. Um, he Homer, you're probably even, listening. <laughs> he's, <laughs> Shut up. He's even like sleepier than I am. So wow. we're both very just like chill, sleepy vibes. <laughs> love that. I love that. Really love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to get something out of the way since, since I, I did listen to your podcast, many episodes, and you have an incredible episode about JLo and there, oh, yeah. there is an elephant in this room to all those listening, I'm sure, which is that this past weekend, I don't know when this episode will come out, but today what has just come to pass is the second wedding. Wait, did they get married before? Second wedding. They of just ben got Burke. their second wedding in Georgia. Um, I have heard that it was on a plantation. I hope to God <gasps> this is not true. I hope to God. I mean, if anyone could do that, she can and it's fine. It's, it's not Blake Lively. You know what I mean? Like, it's I, <laughs> <laughs> it's, I had no idea they got married again. They did at a place in Georgia, which listen, I've been on this journey with them since I was 13. And so I literally thought, oh, where they almost owned a house together. They were going to live there after they initially got married. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know that, actually. Wait, so did they somehow get divorced in this small time and then married again? Or this is just another <laughs> this wedding? is just like another wedding like they did. the. So this is what was confusing mm. for me. So they got married in Vegas and I was like, oh, OK, right. like there. I was like, this actually goes against my theory because it seems like it's not like a publicity thing if they're doing like a I mean quiet I did have to like join JLo's newsletter to get the pics and like it was posted <laughs> everywhere um oh but nice. in, in a sense it was private but then their their honeymoon they were doing these constant like paparazzi walks like slowly outdoors getting photographed and now they're doing like the biggest celebrity wedding and like page six somehow got the photo you know what I mean like so mm. I'm like what is this about you guys and like Casey Affleck didn't go and his mom, like their mom was hospitalized. And I don't know. <laughs> okay. Honestly, Casey Affleck, that's a whole other topic in the fact yeah. that yeah. he's dating a 23 year old and his Instagram uh, captions are so repulsive. But my favorite is that he, he writes this awful long Instagram caption to his 23 year old girlfriend to celebrate their one year anniversary. And he goes, oh, no. yeah, exactly. We've had yeah. so many ups and downs this year. I was like, oh, yeah, it's famously, you know, hard dating a 23 year old girlfriend. It was nothing right. going on in her life. He's he's like the worst case uh, brother in law. I think you can have. He is. Well, you know what? He is. Right? He is 
so well cast as a bad brother-in-law. Yes. He's not like a starring guy. He's not the star of any no. picture. Um, I mean, Manchester by the Sea, but talk about sleepy. <laughs> he is <laughs> sleepy. He is so, it is oh so classic God. too that it's like, I, I have a sense I have a sense that maybe J-Lo would have some issues with the dating of the 23-year-old. Um, yeah. She does have kids that are, like, sort of close to that age, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And so that is just such a move to be like, oh, you're dating one of the most iconic women of all time, big bro? Well, guess what? I went on OnlyFans, Literally. and I found myself <laughs> a youngster. A kid. In a yeah. crop top. That's what they be doing now. <laughs> They do be what doing are that. they do why? I don't know. Uh, it's hard. It's like there's so many JLo's out there, you know? I know, and it just it really <laughs> upsets me because I went on Daily Mail to see like what was the what were like the highlights from the wedding, like news stories, and mm-hmm. they they posted something about A Rod. And I'm like, the fact that this woman felt the need to ever stoop to that level and then afterwards to be like okay i guess mm. the best i can do is like my ex who is an alcoholic with a bad facelift and that's just addiction. so sad that's just sad uh, like- ben's facelift <laughs> is really bad yeah have you i've been people are like actively sending me clips of him speaking spanish okay. like i know that was, like- that was impressive and okay i did say that i came home and to my roommate i go did you see the video of Ben Affleck speaking Spanish? And she goes, he's one of the most interesting celebrities of all time. And I was like, honestly, that is true. Like, he's so basic, but yet so it's like everything is like, wait, what happened? Vanessa, be honest. Do you speak better Spanish than Ben Affleck? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and that's you know why, what? That's why it's upsetting. Because I was like ready to like laugh at it. Me too. And then I think we all were. Like, and he was so he's, chill. Like, going. Yeah. But it's like so cringe. Like the better he is at it, it's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. Remember when he when he did that video, like when it went viral that he he sent a video to a girl on a dating app that was like <laughs> yes. Hey, oh, like, yeah. why didn't you match me or why didn't you it's call like me? Who is this person? Who is this? He's so interesting. I The thing about the Spanish that threw me was that he has such aggressive white male energy that to me, I was like, <laughs> yeah. why didn't we know about this before? Because right, to me, it's scary. that is the kind of person who like at Chipotle to like the white guy slinging rice and beans would be like, muchos gracias. Like, (laughs) and be like, oh, sorry. Like, I do not speak Spanish. This is not how they do in Tijuana. Like, I'm sure he would have like (laughs) just completely like white explained. (laughs) Yeah. And like, he like throws in like slang and like accent. Like he's for real, like going in for the Spanish speaking roles, I think. (laughs) And I've heard some of JLo's <laughs> Spanish songs, and I know that he speaks better Spanish than her. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing, too, where I'm like, she's not even that good at this. <laughs> where, Where is he picking this up? I was like, oh, maybe she taught him. or, But it's so bizarre. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's like um, in Men in Black, you know, where they say, like, aliens are among us. Oh, <laughs> that's been Affleck. That's been Wait, Affleck. Wait, that actually does make total, total sense. 
Also, yeah. like Vanessa, you guys said on your podcast that J Lo has like a huge ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you guys actually said um, famously that she has a huge ass, and no one's ever said that before. Yeah. Um, no, but you said that she has a bigger fo- following globally. So maybe you're right that Ben is like, okay, I, if this is a publicity stunt, and I think like it's mm-hmm. one of those things where it's like they do love each other, and there's like this lust going on, but it's also for publicity. I don't think it's consciously for publicity. I think that they are both in love. I think they've always been in love. I will. No, they haven't always. Yes, been they in have. Love. It Devin. doesn't work like that. Well, Carolina. you don't even know. <laughs> We're both I single know. right now. What the hell do we know about any of this? I know they are that happened I... together on their plantation in Georgia. <laughs> I know people move on. That's what I know. Yeah, and then they move back together. Thank God. But I, mean, I don't think. I don't, I don't think know why. I... I don't think when she married Mark Anthony that she was like, I'm still in love with Ben, but I have to just marry this person. Like, I, I think Dumois was... says that's that's true. Dumois had, hasn't had, had Dumois it... been proven to be like an NYU grad who like lives in Gramercy. Like, that doesn't mean they're wrong. I don't know if we need to trust them. <laughs> I feel like Mark Anthony was solely for the DNA. <laughs> like she was that... like, I can sing. OK, so I need someone that can really sing. Yeah. So my kids can sing and max can sing is that her name max oh yes um no that is her brother's name her name's m oh okay and she's very cool but yeah it's i don't understand i don't understand like especially when you're j-lo like yeah what do you when do you have like downtime like (laughs) boyfriend husband time yeah it seems like it all has to be like organized and like like, did y'all see Marry Me? No, <laughs> no I was, I've been busy. I haven't had time <laughs> to watch so- the worst movie in history, as some <laughs> no! people are calling it. Well, I saw it on a, on an airplane, which is that's, that's the perfect. only way to see it. Yeah, that's My perfect. friend <laughs> just told me they did the exact same thing. What did you think? Yeah, well, that's what I was, I was like. This is her life, probably, where it has to be manufactured and, and like, uh, organized mm-hmm. yeah. um, romantic time. Yeah, no, it was bad, but I feel like for me, uh, for a J Lo movie, um, ten out of ten. <laughs> yeah, I do love a J Lo movie. I'm sure I'll like it. We we mentioned yeah. it on the podcast, and then like briefly, and then my grandma uh, Judith Howe, who listens to every episode, watched it. And she's like, "So I watched the movie. Like, what did you think?" I was like, "Oh, I just kind of like made a joke about it, but I didn't actually watch it yet." <laughs> and she was like, "It wasn't very good." I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense." <laughs> Sounds good. And there's like songs, fake songs. Oh. Well, maybe they're real songs, but they <laughs> seemed fake. They seemed, they seemed like a simulation. Like how yeah. a, an Oscar winning like songwriter wrote the song from Shallow that Lady Gaga, that her pop song that's like, why would you do that? Do that? Do that? Do oh that? Do that? Do me? Why would you do that? that why would you that's do a that? Fake song. <laughs> that's a fake song. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot Why about that. Come on in here with an ass like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, were you in a rush? Wait, why was she also wearing an outfit from like Ricky's like old school Ricky? Like it was like a diamond studded bra from like Spencer's oh, gifts. Yeah. And she was like, all right, got my SNL outfit on. Like, let's go. <laughs> yes. That was tough. It was you old know school what? gaga. Yeah. Um, it was it was Stephanie Germanata. Oh, Steph. Yes. I'm an Italian. Watch Ben <laughs> Affleck speaks like amazing Italian, too. I'm sure. Uh. <laughs> He's like, buongiorno. <laughs> Better than A that. A pizza. <laughs> That's my 
quite Italian. I want true romance. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of times you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Vanessa, you met your, you have a partner. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. It sounds passive aggressive. <laughs> That's amazing. Congrats. Yeah, yeah congrats. We're Thanks. happy for you. So how's that? Um, <laughs> sure, it's really uh, nice to say goodnight to someone every night. Y'all are mad. <laughs> okay, you're good at reading people. <laughs> but all of that aside, you, you have a partner and that's beautiful and we are happy for you. Yeah. And you, thank you. famously met online, which is even more rare and more congratulatory worthy. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we met on OkCupid. And before that, I was working at a daycare and then I would go do comedy at night. And so I was like, you know, dating and hooking up with comics, which was awful. Darkness. Yeah, it was a dark time. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I can't meet anybody outside this bubble. I got to do the app. Yeah. And there was a lot of trial and error. And then he came along and, and yeah, it's been good. It's cool to see 
the rewards of like resilience and dating online. Cause I feel like, <laughs> I don't know if you had this experience. Like I went on one okay Cupid date in 2011 and I mm-hmm. was such a bad, it was one of those dates where, you know, when you shake hands with someone and you're like, I will never kiss you. Like never mind have sex <laughs> with you, but like, well, we're never touching beyond this point. And I spent right. three hours with him cause I don't have healthy boundaries and I didn't know how to be like, I, I have to go. Way. Yeah, and mm. so then I just like took a break from the apps. But I'm one thing I'm really inspired by Devin by is that she's kind of like, all right, I gotta do if I want this. Get I gotta... right back on that horse. <laughs> God, <laughs> okay. of these. It's yeah, it's pretty hard work. Yeah, and it's exhausting. I did the whole thing where like I deleted it. Yeah, I was like doing a lot of like yeah dates. They were bad dates, or like um I would have like one night stands, which I was like all for. But then some guys would hook up and then they'd never text me again. I'm like, well, then I'm done with this. Right. Yeah. And then I turned it back on and my boyfriend was the first one who messaged me back. And I was very like, what? (laughs) What do you want? And he's like, oh, you seem you seem nice. I'm like, oh, I bet I do. I bet I do. (laughs) You slow clap. Wow. Can't wait to see what you have up your sleeve, Mr. Man. (laughs) Yeah, I was very like angry. Um, And then he was like, uh, oh, oh, I was like, yeah, I do comedy, whatever. (laughs) And I I, I was like, I was angry the whole day. Yeah, I'll have a side of fries. Yeah. And uh, I was like, yeah, I have a show tomorrow. And he's like, oh, would it be weird if I came? And I was like, I literally don't care. And so I don't care if you die tomorrow, man. I'm like, I don't know you. That was like my approach coming back in was like, I can't care about these. Right, right. They're all bots. (laughs) And um, and then he came (laughs) and then came to the show and he was nice. And and then uh, we had our first date after that. And then we kept hanging out. And that was the weird thing was like that caught me off guard was I was like this. Because he's my first boyfriend. I've never had a boyfriend mm-hmm. before that. It was always just like hookups and like Things, bullshit. Yeah. yeah. So it just threw me off that I'm like, he keeps uh, texting me and <laughs> wanting to hang out. This is weird. Suspicious. This is something's yeah. wrong. Yeah. This is wrong. He's trying to get you into a cult. Isn't that interesting? Right. That's like our response to like responsible <laughs> Even though Devin and I were talking about it, like, I expect her to text me back. I expect her to, like, call me once in a while just to see how things are doing. Like, Mm -hmm. but when a guy does that, I'm like, okay, take it easy. Yeah. (laughs) Whoa. But I love that he wanted to come to your show. That's, like, to me, such Mm -hmm. a good sign of someone who, like, wants to actually get to know you. Yeah, it was so nice. And, like, um, it was I make fun of him now because in the beginning... You know, I was doing a lot of like sketch shows and stand up and stuff. And I would always be like, yeah, you don't have to buy a ticket. And he'd be like, no, 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 I'm going to buy a ticket. I want to support the arts, but he will not buy a ticket now. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I'm about to do a show in Elysian Park where like someone's dressed as a juggalo. But yes, thank you for supporting the arts of this country. yeah but yeah he won't buy a ticket now now he's like well if there's no comps i'm gonna yeah. stay home <laughs> fair fair when you're yeah. dating someone in comedy 
Is yeah. that nerve wracking? Like, I feel like I would feel so nervous. I feel nervous even just like having a podcast that like if I match with someone on an app that they'll see like I have a podcast like and listen and I'm like, oh, what if they don't like it? Is it nerve wracking to do stand up when you know like a date or a possible crush is there? Um, I, I feel like I would be nervous when I was like dating or like hooking up with other comics. Yeah, it, that got me in my head but i was like he doesn't know <laughs> you know <laughs> he doesn't know <laughs> i think once we kept on dating and then i started liking him yeah then i started being nervous but because i was such in a bitter place when he first hit me up that i was like whatever dude i'll never talk to you again <laughs> um so that kind of helped me push through that fear but yeah it is it is nerve-wracking especially if it's a crush and you're like Ugh, I don't want to do this. Yeah, <laughs> totally. You guys have been together eight years. Am I right? Yeah. Wow. It'll be eight years this December. What are we doing? Just kidding. <laughs> I know. What are we doing? With, what are we doing for it? Um, I don't know. long distance for two years. Yeah, I, I moved to LA in 2018. Um, you know, to follow my dreams, and then um, I was there for two years. And he was about to, like, make the jump with me. But then the pandemic hit. So I moved back home. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. It was good because he kept he was about to quit his job. um, But his job kept us afloat, kept me afloat for the pandemic. Yeah. It's so fun. (laughs) Do you remember that period? And Devin, I know you went through a tour. It's like, I feel like this might last longer than a month. So, like, maybe Mm -hmm. I should go home and. I remember when Devin was trying to decide whether to leave L.A. And I was like, well, I don't know. Like, you're always welcome to my house as if that's going to keep her afloat. It's like, I think I might go back. Did you go back? Yeah. So, like, I basically Mm -hmm. moved to L.A., quote unquote, temporarily for a job. And then I started dating someone in L.A. And I was like, I think I'm going to sign a lease. Like, kind of makes sense for my career. Right. And then I did. Then we broke up. And then I started dating someone who lived in New York. And I was like, I'm thinking about maybe go- the big apples <laughs> calling me back. I was like, you know where yeah, you yeah. know where show business also is is uh, New York Broadway. City. Um, so that's kind of been a pattern. But I also moved home during the pandemic because I yeah I was just like I don't know if I can be like alone in an apartment for uh, indefinite time, which I'm glad I did. But I also was in a long distance relationship, and it was hard for me. I think because of my like tendency to be um so like overly enmeshed in relationships which i'm working on in therapy um but it was hard to like have like these really intense weekends where it was like you know honeymoon phase excitement amazing Mm -hmm. and then like leave and then i was like oh this is a huge come down yeah for sure that was the hardest part for me too and i think leading up like so we we dated for like three months and i was like you should move in. And he did. He <laughs> Amazing. did not run I don't away. This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like nodding along. Like, I would absolutely and do he, all that. He did. And then, so we like moved like real fast. And I was like, oh my God, this is great. I didn't realize, but I'm like, oh, we're codependent. Yeah. Like, real bad. So I was excited to like kind of, you know, we were together for a while and then we did long distance. And I was like, yeah, maybe this is good. Because I can just like focus on my shit and you can be home and focus on your shit. 
But yeah, it was hard. We were, I guess, four years in. I don't know math. I don't know how much time has passed, but we were together <laughs> for a while. And then we did the long distance. And um, yeah, it was kind of hard to like heal or work through that codependency by just like separating. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I know for me, like, long distance and codependency has given me this feeling when I'm in relationships where I'm lonelier than I would be if I were single, if the other person isn't there. So I'm like, I will be out at a party. And I mean, we've all been party single and it sucks sometimes, but when you're at a party and your ex isn't, or or your current partner isn't there (laughs) and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I am in so, I'm so sad. I'm so sad. And, or even just Mm -hmm. like going to get breakfast, like, oh, I'm just missing this person. And there's only so much texting that can make me feel like they're there. But it's interesting. I feel like it does say a lot about the health of a relationship when they can like make that work. Because when two people can sort of be like, how are we going to do this together? That will get us through it. Yeah. And I, I feel like, you know, we were like apart for two years back and forth, like visiting each other and then the pandemic hit and then we were right back to just us no one else because you know there's a virus and and then i'm like oh well now we're back where we started right (laughs) right yeah 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 so i think the pandemic also like gave me social anxiety more than i already had so then i'm like well you have to come with me everywhere I go because you're a buffer. I can't want to go alone. Yeah. And he's like, you have to go alone sometimes. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you're a monster. <laughs> yeah. I know it is genuinely hard to like go to stuff single, like especially when you've been in a relationship, it's like so hard to just go and be like, yeah, so there's just going to be moments where I'm going to be standing alone and people are, or I'm going to be in a conversation and the people want to leave the conversation And I don't know how to get out because I don't have a thing to be like, I want to go find my like purse. You know what I mean? Um, Right, right. But it's also, yeah, it's interesting about long distance. I was talking to a friend about relationships and she was saying like, basically the only thing that's required is like two people being willing to work on themselves and the relationship, like just willing to be like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay, there's an issue. Like, let's deal. Let's, let's move forward. Of, Of course, that's not like the only thing, but that's definitely like necessary. And I feel like, long distance is like a little bit of extra work, but it also can show you if someone is not willing to do that, which I've experienced is like kind of like being in a long distance thing where it's like, okay, so this is going to take a little bit extra. Like we're just going to have to like plan times to talk on the phone and like, we're going to have to like show each other more affection via text and stuff. And like the other person just like not being willing to do that at all. Like it, it like exposed an issue that was already there that I like maybe wouldn't have mm. even realized or like wouldn't have come to a conclusion about as quickly. Yeah, it does take a lot of compromise. And like you saying, like it exposes stuff. It's like it's so true. Like that's when you see, oh, I'm the only one doing shit or they're not or it, especially with like a time difference, like mm-hmm. L.A. and New York, it's like. You got to figure shit out and be like J-Lo and organize times. (laughs) What do you and your partner do? Like, because I know you were touring a lot recently. Like, that must be a really hard thing to schedule around. Do you guys have any tips or go-tos that you do to get through those times? 
well, we do FaceTime every day or, you know, no matter where I am, if I'll like make time to FaceTime him. Um, but and like he'll to like if I'm going to like a fun place, he'll be like, well, I'll go too. <laughs> um, and that's that's nice. But yeah, if I'm going to be in like, you know, Reno, Nevada, <laughs> then he's like, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um. But yeah, I feel like a lot of like with the codependency shit for me, it revealed like, oh, I'm like, uh, I'm putting a lot of my insecurities on him. Mm-hmm. And like he's, you know, I, I understand there's like people that don't work in the relationship, but I'm like, oh, he's doing the work. But I'm still like, it's right. not enough right. for me to be right. here, you know. So then I had to with therapy kind of face that of like why don't I like believe him mm-hmm. or I like he's like I love you I want you and I'm like no <laughs> no you don't you're gonna reveal right. you're gonna come to any second now and he's like why don't you believe me <laughs> so I, I realized that I needed to work on my shit mm-hmm. and like my insecurities and with therapy that's been super helpful and now when I travel it's just like letting myself feel like that security of like everything's fine. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. He's not. He's at home playing the switch. <laughs> you're, you know, he's with the dog, right? And you, you're gonna do your show and like be in the moment and like live over here, enjoy what the hell you're doing, and not mm-hmm. just trying to find shit to be upset about. Because I was good at that. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can both identify with that. And I think it's yeah. it's interesting. It's hard if you've been in situations where someone was saying like the right things and not doing and not following through with the behavior. And I think that's why mm-hmm. we're kind of like in these we we are at least any woman I know who's had experienced dating is kind of like trying to poke holes in men's stories when they say stuff like that. Because I've definitely been with guys who have like said all the right things or and not just like not gone the extra mile that I was going for the relationship. But it is mm-hmm. so weird. I have had experiences of dating someone where I've stopped waiting for the other shoe to drop. And it's really nice. And you can get so much done. I mean, I always talk about yeah. my famous nice boyfriend Yoni on the pod because he was <laughs> my my nice boyfriend. And I remember just mm-hmm. being like, I can have a career. I have so much time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not worried about this person cheating on me. Right. I can literally like right. just go be on my merry way and be with my friends at mm-hmm. night and not like worry about what he's going to do because I'm not giving him attention. And it's right. Such yeah. a blessing. Yeah, I was hard on myself. Like, why am I like this? Why do I want to poke holes? And it's like, oh, yeah, duh, because men are trash <laughs> and they've lied. They've lied to me before. Yeah. Or like they led me on. I'm like, oh, yeah. Totally. It's always been something else. So when someone's like, hey, I'm not going to do that. I don't believe you. Sorry. I already <laughs> am like expecting issues in my next relationship. Like I already know I'm going to be suspect. I already know it's going like, to yeah. take a second for me to like trust someone again. And it's honestly, I feel the exact way. I'm like, I'm not going to judge myself for it. I'm just I'm set up that way. I've been. I've been dumpster diving for too long. Yes. (laughs) So you guys met on the apps, but this Mm -hmm. was, okay, keep it. I mean, these are back in like 2011 days. Early days. Do you have app envy? 
my friends and relationships will like sometimes like being on my phone to go through the apps and play it like a video game. <laughs> That's fun. I do. I feel like the fun ones are like Grinder. I like to see mm-hmm. like my friends on Grinder, and I'm like, oh, this is fascinating. But not so much for the straight ones. I'm like, yeah, I already know what that <laughs> is. Nothing, um, nothing new there. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm like, whatever app it is, I just went for the free one. And that one was, yeah. you know, the same results, I think. <laughs> I feel like every episode I have to, like, say something awful or, like, horrible that I saw on the apps that week. But I I don't know how to feel about this because I saw one guy today. There's, It was one of the apps that has, like, the prompts. And so there's, like, one of the prompts is, like, my red flag is, but, like, almost oh, yeah. almost everyone answers it as a joke. Like, uh, my fra- like, red flag is I, like... D- don't finish all my seltzer cans or like something. Obviously that's not a joke because it's not funny because I thought of it, but like it's stupid stuff like that. And I open it today. I see this guy. He wrote my red flag is that I am a sex and love addict and I have to like be really like this long thing. I have to be really careful because I develop feelings too quickly. And I was like, you're right. That is Wait, a red flag. <laughs> either like either red flag is that you put that on your uh, online dating profile. Either this right. man is like Nathan Fielder level comedian, <laughs> and this is like some sort of bit that I'm not. But like based yeah. on his profile picture that made him look like a former high school athlete, I didn't think that was the case. <laughs> I think he was just genuinely like, oh, red flag. Okay, so I have been told that I am a sex and love at. Like, I'm just like, what's going feeling, on? I think that's the right answer. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I hated that. I remember I was like, this is like homework. I fucking that's how I feel. This. And then it's like you do your little bio or whatever, and then you have to go through the prompts. And mm-hmm. I'm like, because then that's how they match you, the like the multiple choice ones. And I'm like, this yeah. is so dumb. Working in comedy too, like when I'm tired going on the apps, I'm like, I don't want to try to be funny right now. I'm fucking lonely. I just want, I don't want to tell you like a funny, like last meal I would have. I just (laughs) want to hit. And I don't know what. Last meal I would have is so true. (laughs) So ridiculous. And like, we've never had those conversations in eight years. We've never talked about what last meal we're going to have. Or I don't even know if we had three kids and what their names would be. No, I don't want That's to because we haven't been on like a first day of school and middle school where they're like, I speak or like, do you have a sibling? Everyone go around, like, which was always my worst nightmare anyway. And I'm like, oh, my God, now I'm back here. Um, I did go on Grinder with my friend. Um, we were in like the middle of the woods, like in Vermont camping, sort of. And we went on Grinder. <laughs> And he was like, I just want to see who's in the area. It's like a very farm centered town. And we see like the gnarliest, like grizzliest guy. He looks like he's taking a selfie in his room, like in the dark. And I was like, I was like, you cannot see this person. I'm so sorry. I'm truly scared you're going to get killed with love. You're going to have to stay celibate on this trip (laughs) with love, with love. We could yeah. we could get murdered any night, any Thursday night. I could disappear. So everybody just, you know, pay attention to when I was last active on my Instagram. How about that? Let's keep checking in. <laughs> you are also raising a dog. Mm-hmm. What's that um, like? We Is have a partner? dog, Bugs. Is her name? Oh, that's yeah. really what cute. breed are we talking? 
Well, so we rescued her together five years ago. And it was after there was a hurricane here in Texas. And they were like, the shelters are full. We need you to take dogs. It's when Justin Throw got his dog. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so we went to the shelter and they were like, do you want her? She's a pug. She's real Aww. cute. And we were like, a pug? Like, that's amazing. We want a little <laughs> dog. And like a pug for like, I don't know, 50 bucks. That's a steal. <laughs> yeah. And the real we rescued her, you know, so we're right. good people. <laughs> so... We were like, yeah. And then the bitch kept growing and growing (laughs) and growing. And like, not even like a year. I'm like, this is not a pug. (laughs) She's cute. Her paws were like the size of my hand. What? uh, Yeah. So she's a boxer for sure. (laughs) That is so funny. Bugs the boxer. Bugs the boxer. Um, And um yeah, we're always just like, they just were telling everybody, these are it's all bugs. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's like, <laughs> take them. So, yeah, we got scammed, but we love bugs. And it's it's been uh, sweet. We have our little family. and um, But it's hard when we do want to travel together where we're going to, like, leave bugs. Because mm-hmm. um, she's, she's kind of, like, goth. She doesn't yeah. like other dogs. <laughs> Yeah. So she's not like aggressive. She's just like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hard to find like someplace she's comfortable. She runs my life. I'm like, whatever you want, I'll do, ma'am. Yeah. I know. I sort of love when dogs are like that, where they're like, they see, I I actually dog sit for a dog like that. And Mm -hmm. I feel like anytime a dog comes up to like sniff her on the street, her vibe is kind of like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I'm not one of you. You're going to sniff my vagina? (laughs) Really? I watch Netflix. I sit on the couch. Like, I don't need to be like flailing my tail at you. I'm good. Like, I feel like it's so funny. I'm like, you know what? You're right. You're, you're more one of us exactly like bugs is a people for sure more than ben affleck (laughs) (laughs) one thousand percent i want true romance hacks is back for season three and so is the official hacks podcast in each episode hacks creators lucia and yellow paul w downs and jen statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the emmy-winning comedy series You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. 
The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Could both of you have had been in relationships where you're sort of co-having an animal? I've dated someone. I had three dogs and I've dated someone while also having three dogs. Um, But it was just kind of interesting because at least for me, I'm overly like concerned with my dog's well-being. Once I told Mm. Devin that I was worried my dog was stressed because it slept (laughs) all the time. And she was like, it it sleeps all the time because it's a dog. (laughs) And I was like, right, 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 right. But for instance, like when the dog will jump up into the try to front seat of the car, you know, I was dating someone who would just push it back. And I'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. what are you doing right now? And it was like, no, we're not having this conversation. We just let her drive if she wants to drive. We don't even know if she's good at it or not. She's good at everything she does. She's a better driver than you. It's so true. Yeah, my mom is going to watch Bugs, and I don't trust that woman. I just feel (laughs) like because I I keep checking in with her. She's like, I know how to watch a damn dog. I watch, you know, my grandson. And I'm like, yeah, but are you (laughs) going to talk talk. to her? Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to like touch her? Because I just see you like you're not even going to care that she's there (laughs) because she's a monster, you know? (laughs) So I don't know. I just I want someone I would just by this conversation, I would leave my dogs with y'all. I already want to hang out with your dog. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know I, I am a good dog sitter because I feel like I intuit like everyone wants updates. Everyone wants like oh, yeah. she did such a good thing today. You won't believe it. <laughs> like videos. But I do. I always talk to them. I love talking to dogs because they don't say anything back and they just listen. Um, but it is hard sometimes. Like, have you and your partner had any arguments over the the parenting, like any differences in like screen time and like what what the rules <laughs> what are schools private public <laughs> well so there's an issue on the couch because we have one couch right and bugs likes to be on the couch so she's on it right now oh my god she's licking her vagina just <laughs> <Been> there <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like so it's like not like a, a big couch but bugs is big and so usually it's like her and my boyfriend on the couch and I sit on the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was kind of like finding myself like resentful. I'm like, 
Uh, you know, my butt kind of hurts. It's numb. <laughs> it's numb. And, and my boyfriend's like, we'll move bugs from the couch. And I'm like, I am not going to do that. I'm not going to yeah. be that person. Right. <laughs> and so I'm like campaigning for a new couch. Mm-hmm. And like couches are like millions so of dollars. Yeah, they, so are. they are. Which I'm like, when did this happen? And he's like, you know, the solution is just to let's not let bugs on the couch anymore. And I'm like, that's not an option. No, that's not. That's her couch. Yeah. How am I going to? She's five years old. It's just she's going to be like, what the fuck? You're just throwing me What's going on? Right. So I would just rather buy a whole new couch. (laughs) Oh, I know. I know. And, uh, you know, get it. Get like two day jobs to pay for the couch. (laughs) We're all happy. (laughs) I it's so funny when people come visit my my house and like when I try to sort of have fake new rules for the dogs and they look at me like are you fucking serious i'll be like what are they doing begging right now that is crazy get down don't just crazy they look at me like what um, what like uh, what language is this right oh yeah my boyfriend's also against giving her people food oh no and i'm like um she's gonna experience life the way i do She has to. She has to know what pizza is. She loves it. That is true. Like I, I felt that way dog sitting sometimes, where the owners would say, like, so we don't give any treats, and we don't. And I was like, wait, like, how does she know that she's adorable and that she's good? Are are you sure you want her, or do you think maybe it's optional for you, and I can just take her home? I do think sometimes it's hard. Like I think there's a male tendency. Or maybe it's the males I've chosen to spend my time around. But, mm-hmm. like, my family has really, uh, like, kind of complicated dogs. And they have, like, a rescue who's, like, very, like, dog aggressive, just, like, uh, fear aggression, all that stuff. So walking him is, like, a whole process. And I've dated multiple men who, like, when we go on the walk, are like, let me hold the leash. And I'm like, you know, it's a whole thing, you know, like, and they're like, it's fine. I think it's, like, it's a dog. He's, and I'm like, listen, why do you question me? So that's been tough. We feel the dog. We have connections with yes. the dog. And yes. you're just like, what? Just do the, it's Whatever, not that yeah. simple. I'm like, yeah. do you trust yourself or me who thinks about this 24 hours? Yeah. Who would you trust? <laughs> right. Vanessa, I wanted to know if there's anything that you would like to plug. Oh, well, um, my podcast, I'm not busy. Um, with Michael Falk, we do that every week, um, and it's fun. And we just talk about dumb stuff like J Lo or Build a Bear workshops. Mm. You know, something important. just to like, yeah, important issues. And then my album, um, my birthday's tomorrow, is on Spotify and uh, Apple Music, or you know where you download stuff. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm currently looking for a couch. Okay, listeners, if you can hook us up with a couch, I will say, Vanessa, my advice is Mm -hmm. um, that you did not ask for is going on (laughs) Craigslist and putting in designer names that you like. So I'll put in. But what about in monkeypox era? Like, do you want to just get any random bozo's couch? I didn't think of that. Monkeypox era. Do I don't the, think you can get it from a couch. Okay. No, I don't think you can. I don't think you can, but 
but but if in in post or maybe the in post monkeypox world if, if someday we get to live somewhere that beautiful you can put in like blue dot or cb2 or west elm into your craigslist search bar and a bunch of beauties come up and sometimes they're really? barely used it's one of my favorite ways to look for furniture that's great advice i never thought of that i'm always just like couch and then it's like peed on five thousand dollars <laughs> like somebody yeah. died on it i'm like yeah yeah, yeah. Haunted oh, couch. Wait, yeah. Vanessa, speaking of advice, would would you be so kind as to leave our listeners with the best relationship advice you've received? Because you gave such great advice on Chelsea's podcast. I guess go to therapy. Yeah, both, true. Both, yeah. both parties. And yeah, I guess like try to be aware if you're you know, putting your insecurities mm. out there or if they're not doing their end of the deal. It's a it's a fine line, but you gotta mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. gotta do the work. I think both parties gotta do the work. And if it feels like you're the only one, then mm -mm. Mm. then no, no. no. You and Bugs get out of there. You call <laughs> Bugs, she'll get you out of there. Bugs right. I know Bugs will get you out. I know yes. you will. Yes. Bugs is wearing a raincoat like at your tour. Give me your bag. Let's go. He's ready. It's so dumb. Like when you have a dog, imagining a dog doing anything human becomes the funniest piece of it comedy is, ever. It's, it is my favorite so comedy. Good. It is my favorite comedy. I literally said that my dog, Grandma, she's a chow chow pit bull. And so I accidentally, similar to you, kind of, I, I, I thought I was getting like an English bulldog, like French bulldog, and I got mm. a guard dog, essentially. Oh. Um, she's she's very friendly, but after like 15 minutes of barking at people like yeah. crazy. <laughs> but um, I imagine her. I'm like in her next life. I want her to be a security guard. And I just imagine mm -hmm. the joy she would feel sitting at the security guard desk, looking at the different TV screens of footage. And I'm oh like, I would, it would make her so happy. And I just want that for her. Yes. I, that's why I love all those movies. You know, I Color love. Brown. Yeah. When dogs. Yes. Are able. Air Snow Bud. Dogs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're just playing basketball. Yeah. <laughs> I remember watching that's Air comedy. Bud with my yeah. grandfather and um, my step grandfather. And he was sort of, you know, when you like accidentally get caught watching a kid's movie and you sort of like get into it. <laughs> He's like this older Vietnam vet. And when Airbot gets lost by its bad owner, but ends up with a good kid, then learns how to play football or basketball. And does well. And then the bad owner wants it back because it knows mm -hmm. Airbud's valuable. They go to court and my grandfather was behind me with like a drink and he was like, God damn it, how hard is it? Is it? You say you put up posters. You said you were looking for him. That guy didn't show up. It's your dog. And I was like, okay. Is this even court? Kid. Is this court even listening up to this trial about the basketball playing dog? Please tell me these jurors aren't out of their fucking mind right now. Dog owners have rights. <laughs> like, Come on, how complicated is this? It's like pretty complicated. Oh my god. That's really funny. <laughs> Vanessa, thank you so much for joining us on True Romance. Oh my god, this was so fun. Thank I'm glad. you. It was such a gift. I feel like I fangirled you and then manifested being able to actually talk to you and force you to stay on a Zoom with me for 45 minutes. So yeah. <laughs> exactly our plan. That was exactly so our plan. Thank y'all. Please catch Vanessa's podcast, I'm Not Busy with Michael Folk. And we will catch you next time. 
with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.